We interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live broadcast. It's Wednesday. It's 6 p.m. It's the Think So Joe Show! You should have done some spooky effects. Uh, that is my spooky effect. It's not that spooky. It, it's spooky because it's it's me talking. Just ask Laura. She'll tell you. <laughs> she's she's uh, she, she's tweeting. Really? She uh, <laughs> she had not tweeted us prior to the show. She tweeted us right before we went on, like literally a second before we oh, went on air. Yeah. Cool. Well, happy Halloween. Yeah, happy Halloween. Your costume is lame now that you've taken it off. You're you're in a costume. I'm not. <laughs> I'm in a costume and not leaving the house or seeing any people other than you today. She got dressed up just to take a picture to put on social media. I did. <laughs> I did that. She totally did. I did that. Yeah. I did it for the show. I also put on a costume just to be put on social media, but I took it off as soon as you took the picture. Cause I put makeup on and everything. You did. I got out the tutu. You tutu. I got out the makeup. Yeah, you you went all out. Me, I'm just like, uh, yeah, okay. What what can I throw together in five seconds to <laughs> to to, to uh, be in this picture? Well, at least you did something. I, I threw on a skull mask and a cowboy hat. So <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you're supposed to be. I I don't know either. Dead I just, cowboy. I guess I just uh, threw <laughs> threw stuff together. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can finally talk about what your costume was for the uh, all WNY punk Halloween. I suppose we could. Yeah. <laughs> and I can talk like this now because I don't have an audio book to do tonight. Oh my goodness. So. Well, the the best part about it was I was Macho Man Randy Savage and. I didn't have to do anything. Like, I didn't have to talk like that all night because everybody else was I doing know. it instead. You didn't even have to say snap into a Slim Jim. I did not because people were yelling that at me. Yeah. So, like, it was like, oh, okay, cool, because I have an audio book to record when I get home. Yep. So uh, I, I don't want to walk around talking like this, brother. <laughs> oh, my God. You can't do it without doing shit with your hands, can you? No, you can't. That's the most <laughs> thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that video of uh, my friend's little boy who dressed up like Macho Man. I know. He was... he. He was better than you. <laughs> he was. And he's talking with his hands, too. He's do- He he had it. I, I think he was watching the DVDs beforehand. Unlike me, I, I meant to, and I just never got yeah. around to. So. I don't know. But his breaking. mom's kind of, like, obsessed with Macho Man, so it might just be an all-year-round thing. That, that could be. Yeah. So I, uh, I sold some stuff on eBay last week. Yes. And uh, so I sold the things on Friday, and it's like, Oh, we're, we're holding your funds. And it's like, okay, can you not hold the shipping funds? Because I need those to send yeah. the money. Now I have to spend money I really don't have to ship this stuff so I can get the money to ship the stuff. Right. Like, so I uh, I sent everything out. They all went out Monday. And uh, as soon as everything was marked as delivered, I tweeted to eBay. I'm like, hey, um, can you guys tell me when uh, the funds are going to clear? Like after, you know, after the the items arrive and everything. And uh, somebody finally got back to me today. Oh, wow. And I'm like, uh, yeah, thanks, guys. I appreciate the help. But um, 
I, I got the money three days ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, at least you got the money, you know? That's a... Uh... I got the money, and then we spent some of it over the last couple of days. <laughs> Mostly on baking supplies, if uh, I'm not mistaken. Well, no, that, that, was a, that was a lesser expense. I think we spent more... Well, we did buy baking supplies while we were out last night. So, yeah, you might be right. Yeah. We went to a Sabres game. Yeah, that was fun, even though we didn't win. Well, we we didn't really lose either. We lost yeah. in overtime. So, yeah. but it was it was a fun game. Like it was a it was a good game to watch because uh, the Sabers were kind of killing it um, until the last three minutes when I got up to go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all your fault. It, oh my god! It, it is all Karina's fault. The Sabers listen, didn't win yesterday. Listen, Joe is not religious. Joe is not spiritual. Joe is not existential, but Joe is superstitious about his Sabres. I am very superstitious about both the Sabres and the 49ers. And I, uh, she sat on my right side for the whole game. I always sit on his right side. That's sat, just my side. Sat on my right side the whole game, much like she is right now. All right. She, she gets up. There's, there's like a minute or so left, and Calgary just pulled their goalie, and she says, I'm going to go to the bathroom and I'm going to wait for you outside. And she goes left and she goes out the left side door, left, <laughs> left, left side entrance area there. And I, I, so of course, Calgary scores. Yeah. I shoot her a message like you might as well come back in. Calgary just scored. Yeah. And she sits in the empty seat to my left. Yeah, I did that. And Calgary scored in overtime and won. That's. Probably exactly why it happened is because I sat on your left. Because you sat on the wrong side. It couldn't you, have been you, any of the other 15,000 people in the stadium at the time. They didn't do anything. No, because they all know what you're supposed to do and what you're not supposed to do. And what you're not supposed to do is if the team's winning, you don't switch seats. Oh, my God. Oh, if my the, God. Like, the, I'm new to sports. Can can we just, if, like, be real about this? I went to, like, in high school, I went to two football games all of high school they were both homecoming games, and I was in the pep band for one of them. We dressed as cowboys and Indians for a, you know, Newfane Panthers-themed homecoming game. It made no sense, but it was really fucking fun. Um, I don't do sports. I, it, to me, sports is like church. You stand up now. You take your hat off now. <laughs> you sit down now. You clap now. You, you know, you recite the Sabres, let's go Buffalo now. You know, the, the, it, and then you take I mean, the Eucharist and I, like. I mean, I mean, Sabretooth is more real than Jesus. At least you can high five him. Yeah, you get your picture taken with him. We like got our pictures yesterday. taken with Sabretooth. This was like a life goal. I don't care about sports, but I care about the mascots. Yeah. I I, uh, I did tweet out today the same thing I told you yesterday, which I which I you know posted a few years ago too. That I think uh, Sabretooth and Nash, uh, the Nashville Predators, uh, Sabretooth Tiger should be each other for Halloween. That would be really funny. Yeah, maybe one of these years they'll play each other on Halloween. And, oh, that would be cool. Happen. That would be that would be fun. That it would be fun, especially if it was like a weekend or like the kids could go to it. You know, that would be... Oh, my gosh. Sabretooth had this really cool sports coat on. Yeah. And it was black with pumpkins with jack-o'-lanterns all over it. Yeah. And, I mean, not only did I get to meet Sabretooth, I got to meet him for the Halloween game. (laughs) I I was a pig in shit, guys. So I spent, like, the last, like, two weeks trying to find out if costumes were encouraged. (laughs) And, And nobody got back to me at all. And I asked in this group on Facebook that I joined just for the specific purpose of asking. And they're like... 
yeah, nobody gives a shit, dude. Go ahead. But I didn't get that message until after we had left. So it's like, ah, oh, man. And then we got there, and I went on Instagram. Or, well, I was on Facebook, and somebody had shared from the Sabres Instagram a picture of Rick Jenneret dressed up as Frankenstein. Oh, my God. That was great. And um, a couple of members of the Ice Crew were dressed up. There were little kids that were dressed up. Yeah. yeah, none of the costumes were too extravagant. No. But I'm sure that, like, this costume that I have on now, my clown costume, would have been fine. Sure. Um... I think stuff with, like, masks and shit like that, like, there was a lot of extra security. Yeah. And stuff, you know, shit's shit's getting real in the United States right now. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, everyone's a little on edge, so we didn't know. We didn't want to dress in costumes, and it wasn't about, like, being an asshole and being the only people in costumes. It was about, like, they won't let us in because we are a threat to the public. Yeah, right. We, we, we just wanted it. Like, if, if costumes were encouraged, we would have dressed up and we would have had some fun. You know, that would have been fun. Oh, but. I had my costume laid out ready to go. I was going to dress as a clown this Halloween for one one uh, time or another. And she chose the podcast. Where no one can see me. Maybe well, I'll have to take another picture. We can fix that. We can put this on video. I don't know if that's even a good idea. <laughs> my makeup's half smeared across my face. You now. guys don't want to see our uh, my ugly mug. He's, he's honestly, Joe's not wearing pants. I am also not wearing pants. Joe's she not is, wearing pants. She is not lying. I am wearing long, long johns as she pants is. and a tutu. Yeah. A rainbow tutu. Ask me about my tutu. Tell me about your tutu. Me and Rosie have matching tutus. Okay. We got them one year. Um, You know the bra pong that we brought to the Food Not Bombs benefit? Yes. Okay. So Rosie and I brought that game to for two years in a row to the Relay for Life. Okay. And, um, you know, we played the bra pong, and, like, we were assholes. So we like any reason to just dress like assholes. So we, uh, we did. We went to the party store, and we found matching rainbow um, tutus. And we both, like... We we matched. We're fucking idiots. Like we're the cutest idiots you'll ever meet, though. <laughs> of course, we've got uh, Billy draws two in September of 2020 at Stamps. I can't wait with Cheney uh, Crash and the Tall Men. And uh, I wonder if you're gonna have a drummer by then. <laughs> Rust Belt Brigade, and they're uh, campaigning uh, to get yellow sauce on that as well. Um. I, I saw it's at stamps, right? It is at stamps. We can just assume yellow sauce is going to be there. We we can certainly assume yellow sauce will be there. I mean, unless they're like making a big tour in the world or something, which is entirely possible. It is. They're really fucking good. They uh, we we had a great show uh, the other day. We had uh, cardboard homestead and, and uh, shambles and. Uh, 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 not city powered radio. Not city powered radio. They were unable to make it, uh, and we also we had, had Trey. Uh, well, yeah, we had Trey, and we also had uh, somebody else. I, why am I blanking? <laughs> why am I blanking? Yeah, we literally saw these bands. The it was Lucky Thirty Three. Lucky Thirty Three, because oh, they're sorry, not guys. one of our they're not one of our usual bands. Yeah, we yeah. don't get to work with them very often. I'm sorry, guys. I we we, we paid them. <laughs> they got yeah, paid. you know. Uh, they, but yeah, we, we we had fun. I was literally watching a video from the show yesterday of, oh, of yeah? Lucky Thirty Three. Um, 
because I filmed with a different camera this time. So it's like, oh, let me let me hope these sound okay. <laughs> and sure, yeah, they sound all right. Uh, shout out to Rode Microphones. Nice. You do a lot of shouting out to Rode Microphones. I love Rode Microphones. If I could replace all the microphones in the studio with Rode Microphones, I would be so happy. Yeah. This, this is not a plea for sponsorship, Rode Microphones. Not at all. <laughs> Uh, That's the closest to praying me. that I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, but yes, I I, I do uh, genuinely enjoy my Rode microphones. Yeah. I uh, I gave them a shout on Twitter the other day while I was filming, and I uh, took a picture of my of my Rode shotgun video mic, and I said, "Hey guys, I love you." And they they wrote back that they love me too. So. Aww. Yeah, uh, we we, we have I a, will fight you, Rode microphones. Rode microphones and I uh, we we go way back. We're 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 good we're good pals. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep it at friendship there. Yeah. I, I <laughs> yeah I, I I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> So what uh, you dressed as Macho Man? I did for for the stamps show. I dressed as a wild cat. Uh, we saw, saw Scott Leffler. He was dressed as uh, the big bad the big wolf. bad wolf. Yes, it was. I know that they meant to coordinate and be like Little Red Riding Hood and the big bad wolf, but they just both wore red plaid and matched. Yes, I, that's that's what I saw. Yeah, yeah. But they were adorable. They were. And um, they they got some cookies. They did. I sold some cookies. I'll say lots of people got some cookies. Yes. Um, it was it was super fun. I am it, I'm excited to the response that I'm getting with my cookies. What about some of the other uh, costumes we saw? We saw. We'll talk about the cookies again. I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> we we want to sell some cookies, so buy some cookies. Buy cookies. Uh, but. Uh, let's talk about some of the other costumes we had. Uh, Ian was, I, I think, a dinosaur. Ian right? was a dinosaur. Ian had this crazy hoodie on. I think it was purple. It with, was like, purple. With, like, big googly eyes on the hood it and, was. like, spikes. I don't know if he made it or if he bought it. Like, it looked kind of homemade. His mom came out to see him. Maybe she made it. Oh, that would be cute. Uh, we had uh, Cameron from uh, from Cardboard Homestead was Waldo. Yes. Waldo from Where's Waldo. And then... Um, Our costume contest winners. We're Team Rocket. Team Rocket. That was Peter and his girlfriend, whose name I did not catch. Um, and we called for a speech when they won their prize, which was really <laughs> funny because it was, wasn't was a speech-giving occasion. Um, and uh, she, like, got up at the microphone and started reciting the Team Rocket, like, entrance poem or whatever. <laughs> and then she turned to Peter and was like, go ahead, say the rest. And he's like, I don't know it. I don't. I don't know. Like, <laughs> he literally was like, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Like, you're like, why would I know that? <laughs> we had uh, people. We had a guy in the audience. He was dressed as uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh my gosh! I I seriously, until you explained his costume, I just thought he was dressed like a douchebag. I thought he was just legitimately a douchebag, not in a costume. Like I knew he was in costume, and I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is he supposed to be? And I thought it was like from a movie or something, right? Yeah. And and then shambles while they were on stage uh, in their uh, what they called a in their BLT costumes. Uh, they they expl- they kept calling the guy Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm like, oh. See, and, and I and, and then I saw like three more Ryan Fitzpatrick's like uh, in Facebook pictures after that. Yeah. Um, but uh, Shambles wore uh, tuxedo T-shirts. Yes. Uh, Ryan wore brown, and the other guys wore green and red, and uh, they were they were BLT. 
That sounds delicious right now. Ryan was bacon and uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was that was fun. We had, uh, you know uh, Chuck was a warlock and Jen was a witch. You know Chuck looked pretty. He did. <laughs> his his wig, his hair, long flowing blonde hair. Yeah. And it kept getting messed up. I kept trying to fix it, and it was just getting snarled. And I was like, oh, I gotta stop touching Chuck's hair. I'm gonna rip it out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a pretty good show, pretty good turnout, pretty, uh, I mean, all the bands just were awesome. Oh, of course, and, and, and shout out to Trey James. Trey. Trey, thank you so much, man, for jumping on the Trey show Trey is the us. man, Ooh. like, if you need Trey, Trey is there. Like, if Voice of Descent isn't able to help you out, Trey will, you know, he, he will do everything he can to, he just... Yeah, we we had uh, City Powered Radio had an had an illness, yeah, uh, and were not unable to perform, and they they were trying to help find somebody, and everybody else was. They seemed pretty heartbroken about not being able yeah, to play. Everybody else was trying to help find somebody, but the yeah. problem was everybody, every single band that was asked was like, "Man, we'd love to, but we got one member that can't do it." Yeah, and that, and the last two weekends have been big weekends for punk shows, so everyone's played or playing within a day, you know. So that was that was kind of hard too. Uh, yeah, exactly, and uh, so we we did manage to get at least Trey from Voice of Descent to come out in uh, last, like literally last minute. Yeah, we like, were we were ready to do it with three acts. Like cardboard homestead had to go get him, so it's like, yeah, yeah. We're, we're standing there. It's nine o'clock, and we're like, okay, the show's supposed to start, and none of our neither of our first two bands right. are here. Like 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 uh, Cameron was there. Cam, yep, Cam was there because he set up his drums. But we were just like, "Where's, where's Trey? Where's, where's, yeah. where's he in?" You know? <laughs> we know they're together. <laughs> that, they, there's that. <laughs> they showed up and the trading go on until I think like nine thirty, and we still ended up finishing at twelve thirty. Well, I mean, they're punk bands. It's yeah. just, it's different. We run on punk time, whether we have a schedule or not. It's, right. It's just how it goes. Which actually, we we finished early because we should have finished at twelve forty-five with the schedule. We what had. time did we finish? We finished at twelve thirty. Oh. Yeah, we got to, uh, and we went to, went to Colosso Taco afterward. You you were like, I got money. We're going to get tacos. I know. I don't work anymore, so this was exciting. I actually made a couple bucks, and I was like, I could use a taco. I've been uh, hitting the taco scene all week. That's not a bad thing. No, I, except for maybe for your butthole. Uh, we went to we went to Colosso Friday. I was at uh, ETS yesterday. Right. Uh, my my buddy was you know he comes up every now and then and hey uh, you know I, I want to I'm gonna come to town. You want to hang out? Like uh, yeah, sure, man. Let me know when you're off. Okay, I'm off Tuesday and Wednesday. Like, all right, uh, I got a podcast to do Wednesday, so let's go Tuesday. Right. Even though I'm probably going to go to the Sabres game. <laughs> it was a big day. It was a it big was. day yesterday. So my buddy John comes up. We always go to, like, Talking Leaves Books uh, over on Elmwood and, of yeah. course, to uh, Elmwood, Elmwood Taco and Subs. And uh, yesterday we were kind of like, you know, should we go to Revolver Records? Because Revolver Records is opening on Elmwood. And I wasn't sure when, and it took yeah. me, it took me a minute because they had been posting each day pictures of the Beatles album Revolver, and it started with five copies, then there was four copies, then there was three, and I'm like, that's clever. And, and I'm like, yeah, I, I don't get these pictures. It's just the album Revolver. Oh, <laughs> like, I get it. It's Revolver Records. They're opening, and we're, they're not open yet. 
So we we took a walk down in that direction. They're opening uh, tomorrow, actually. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Two days later. Yeah. The uh, the new location of Revolver Records down on Elmwood. There's a place across the street there. We don't know what it is, but it, <laughs> the in the windows is all these like old record uh, like record sleeves. Uh-huh. And so we went over and we're looking at the record sleeves and we're talking about all the artists on there and everything and just kind of pondering what the hell is actually inside because there's no like business name or anything on it. It's just like. As far as I can tell, I, I think it's like somebody's studio mm-hmm. and they just use the records to like cover up the windows so you can, so that, like it's for know, some privacy well, it, or it, some darkness. For darkness, yeah. Exactly. Like the same thing I would do if I had a studio on Elmwood with a storefront. <laughs> True. I, I would do something else other than records, I'm sure, but I would come up with, I would hope to hopefully come up with something creative if I had a storefront on Elmwood to work with. Right. Maybe we could fill it with cookies. Maybe we could. You could Maybe be, we could fill it with gingerbread cocks. Yeah, you can say yeah. I you guys, I made gingerbread cookies today and I made penises. She did. Um another rosy story. I went to <laughs> Am I supposed to tell this story? I went to a sex toy party with Rosie and um, you know, there's like all these vibrators and dildos and lubes and pheromones and shit. And then there's penis cookie cutters. <laughs> I have three sizes. I made the large. <laughs> so I, I have a big bag of black dicks in yeah. case anybody wants them. Um, it's true. You know, they're uh, three for two dollars. I'll make some icing. Put it just on the tip. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we have some butts. We do have some. We got a lot. We got the a funny lot. I thing, have not looked at any of these. You were looking at them during the game. Oh, my God. Okay, so I was looking at a really, really graphic picture of one dude licking another dude's butthole. Not thinking that I'm in a, an arena with 15,000 people, a couple of which are sitting directly behind me. And, yeah. Why do they have to spread it, though? I don't know. It looks like the guy taking the picture with a big cheesy grin on his face in the mirror there. Yeah. He, he's like, no, guy in the middle, you spread them, too. You got a picture of three guys. Uh, two of them are spreading their ass cheeks. If they weren't spreading their ass cheeks, I'd be like, my friends would do that. That's no big deal. I would do that. That's no big deal. But spreading your butt cheeks brings it to another level. Yes. Uh, we got this. Oh, my some, God. Some, uh, there's some nuts uh, ball sack in here. Well, see, like... If this is a picture of his butt, this is a horrible picture. I agree. Um, it's kind of like contorted. Like maybe he was taking this picture himself in the mirror. Or I don't. I don't know exactly how he, this picture was taken, but uh, it's an awkward angle. There's there's sack in there. There's there's hair in like uneven ways. It looks like it could be an arm. Like, almost, and just, like, they photoshopped another piece on, or something. I don't fucking know. No, I think that's an ass in the ball sack. I'm pretty sure it is. I, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think, it's, it's I think just, it's, it's the hair on the dude's back the com- is, like... The composition is awful. I don't know what that means. Th- that means the picture's terrible. Oh, okay, yeah. That's a really fancy <laughs> way to say it sucks. Okay. Uh, this, is, this, is- this is the one I was looking at. Um, I, okay, like, I, I'm... I like this picture a lot. I feel like this guy is really into what he's doing. <laughs> but, uh, like, there's some funny things about the butt he's licking. Like, 
it's completely red around the asshole. <laughs> maybe he, maybe it's freshly bleached. Maybe. Um, I don't know. It's just. I, I always have an issue with the hair being like. It looks like it needs to be brushed like yeah. his back butt crack hair like he needs like a horse hair brush to just kind of just kind of even some things out. I don't know. For me, this asshole looks infected. <laughs> it does. It looks like a pimple that needs to be popped. Oh, there's, there's the there's uh, the penis cookies before and after. Yeah. There's a uh, okay. Whole... I love this picture. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, six seven. seven, seven guys with their butts out in a subway. Is this looks like in a subway? And, and then, there's... then there's one dude who's just like, dude, why you guys got your asses out? Right. And he's my favorite. This guy's cheating. He's wearing a thong. Oh, that's lame. <laughs> but then the guy with the green undershirt there, yeah. he's got like a bubbly butt. Like, that's a good shaped butt. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The rest of them are like unimpressive, whatever. Well, we just got this one that just came oh. through. This guy's wearing a Speedo here. Yeah. Those look like comfortable panties. Sure. Um. Yeah. It looks like he <laughs> shaves his legs. You can't see like the rest of him. I'm, uh, we're having a conversation. We we were talking about uh, candy corn the other day. Oh. And uh, Rosie was very upset, and and our friend uh, Ian, uh, who used to be in Billy Draws too. Right. He uh, he basically told Rosie that there was a special place in hell for people who eat candy corn. <laughs> uh, so Ian today sent a posted a picture of. Uh, what he calls Eggs Pizza Dict. It's an English muffin, fried pepperoni, sunny side up, egg, pizza sauce, and cheese, which looks fucking delicious. Yeah, I want one. And Rosie says, you say candy corn is gross, but you eat this. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, I backed up Ian. I said, I would totally eat this. Um, so. I would be surprised if, I mean, like, I've made shit similar to that. I would not be surprised if you made me something along. Yes. With. And that's something I would probably come up with, too, if I'm just sitting here like, I don't feel like going to the store. What do I have? What can I throw What's in a sandwich fridge? together? Yeah. <laughs> do I have cheese? We need cheese, by we the do way. Need cheese. You are correct. I almost said something last night, but I was on a mission. You were on a mission. A mission from God. Somebody just hearted the all WNY... Uh, or, or favorited the all WNY tweet uh, saying that our show was coming on. Huh. Which uh, I got the notification about after we went on the air. Huh. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yes. <clears throat> Thank everybody for listening. Even yes. Laura. <laughs> <laughs> we need some new pictures. I'm sick of the same braid pictures. We, we need more dirt on you. <laughs> No, we so, don't. So, Laura, get searching. Don't make me shut down this Twitter. <laughs> I I call your bullshit. You like Twitter. <laughs> yeah, but it's I not have, like me and Twitter. But I have my own Twitter, so I don't need the the show Twitter. I can shut this down. But what about the show? I can just promote it on my own Twitter. Nobody follows you. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody follows me. Let's see. Let's let's put that theory I, to the test. I have 17 followers. I found out today. Let's put this theory to the test. I have You have 539. I have 17. 539 followers. <laughs> On 17,000 
uh, 886 tweets. I have six. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many I have. I tweeted that picture of us. Yeah. I Nope, nope, nope. That was Instagram. Yeah, you Instagrammed yep, that. That was Instagram. I did not tweet it. I don't think I know how to tweet a picture. Yeah. But uh, 17,886 tweets from my personal account. That's, um, Got to get to that eight, 18,000 mark. We gotta, you're getting we gotta there. Work on that. You're getting there. I remember like... Like, I would tweet, and I'd be like, ooh, I'm so close to this threshold, like, and then I would tweet, like, just to get there, so I would, like, live tweet wrestling from my personal account, like, mm. yeah, okay, this is, this, and now this is tweet 10,000, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm almost at 18,000, wow. Oh, we got another photo. Oh, it's Flitzer. Aw, Flitzer, how you doing? <laughs> I wonder if there's, like, bird treat cookies, because you know how they make dog cookies? Sure. I wonder if there's bird treat cookies. I would totally make Flitzer some cookies. I will say one of the choices you offered me for uh, gingerbread was a was a uh, for the shapes was a bone. Yeah. And it's like no that that would that would feel like like eating a dog. Treat, it would it would be like eating. I have two different bones. <laughs> um, but they came with Halloween packs. Uh, but I don't know. I I've used one of them. But I don't think I would use it for gingerbread because it really would look like a dog biscuit. Right. It really, especially if I didn't put frosting on it. Yeah. That's why I was kind of looking at it like, no, I don't want the bone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So our friends, Eyes of the Blind. I don't know them. My friends, Eyes of the Blind. Hey, Laura. This is Andrew's band. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, my friends, Eyes of the Blind, just released a new music video. Oh, great. So I have not actually gotten around to watching this video yet. I've been really busy with this audio book yeah. oh, and, and everything else I've had going on. So I haven't had a chance to watch this. So I don't know if this is just straight up the song or if there's like yeah. stuff for the video. So it'll be interesting because we're playing it straight from the YouTube video. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this is a brand new song from our my dear friends, I guess. Uh, we'll, we'll Your friends are my friends. We'll introduce you to them eventually. Uh, Eyes of the Blind, this new song called Handprint on all WNY Think So Joe Show.
Eyes of the Blind, handprint, all WNY, think so, Joe Show. Oh my goodness, that was a cool video. That was a cool video. You guys should check that out on YouTube or whatever when you get a chance. For sure, just look for Eyes of the Blind, handprint, official music video. Yeah, I'm sure there's a link on their Facebook or some shit like that. Uh, I would imagine so. I'm, I'm sorry for my potty mouth today, I'm saying shit and fuck and... I mean, were you just listening to the song? That was uh, pretty much every other word. Yeah. <laughs> uh, song but about slapping artistic. somebody. A song about slapping somebody in the face. Well, that's not what the video was about. No, but that's what the song was about. Well, <laughs> I'm a visual thinker. I was listening to the lyrics, and it was definitely. Uh, <laughs> That's that's. I uh, I really liked that. I like I said I haven't heard them, and uh, as we were listening, we were talking about shows we can put them on. So uh, mm-hmm. expect to hear from us, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then maybe we can have Eyes of the Blind on the show before that show, and then. Oh, there's something I haven't seen. That, that is uh, that's one I haven't seen in a while. I haven't seen that one. I have not seen that one in a while. You're cute. <laughs> yeah, I've already cut them off. They're already gone. <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah, so, uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll get Eyes of the Blind booked on a show, and then we'll have them on as guests prior to the show. That would be nice. And then Laura can get her Andrew fix. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll get him on the show. We'll get him back. Andrew Andrew loves doing the show. We I I like hanging out with Andrew. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, uh, he wanted me to hang out with him at uh, uh, Kill Switch Engage. I think we were, and Anthrax and Anthrax. But it was like, where are you? Yeah, that was a, that's a hard place to find somebody. It's just a big open room. It's not. And he was like hanging out by the bar, and I didn't. Really we don't go. We don't drink. We don't want to be near the bar. I didn't want to hang where the out drunk by the people bar, are. So. Mm. so, and also like, like he would message me, and I'd get it like half an hour later. And then I'd message <laughs> him, and he'd get it like half an hour later. Well, you're at a concert. You're not clinging to your phone, you know. Exactly. So it was like, all right, you know, well, I'll catch you next time, dude. Like, you know? yeah. Uh, but yeah, I haven't seen Andrew since uh, the Eyes of the Blind takeover on on uh, All WNY. Oh, when was that? Uh, that was uh, last summer. Okay. We had them out here on the porch. They were live uh, live streaming all the the whole show. Yeah. You know, and answering questions that people were sending them on their Facebook Live and all that. Cool. So, yeah. Yeah, we should do something like that again. Yeah. That sounds really fun. It was, it was a lot of fun to have those guys on, and we'd love to have them back, and hopefully soon. Yeah. <laughs> she says Andrew doesn't like me. He doesn't like you? He doesn't like me. because he snubbed him at the Kill Switch show. I, I guess. I guess. You shouldn't have done that. I guess not. <laughs> uh, so, I, hey, I, shot me... him, I shot him a message the next day. I'm like, hey, man, I'm sorry I didn't meet up with you. He's like, ah, it's cool, man. I was drunk anyway. Right, right. <laughs> so, it's Halloween. I have a question. Historically, like, through your whole childhood, your adult life... When you dress up for Halloween, mm-hmm. what kind of a costume do you go for? Do you go for something that's more aesthetically pleasing, more, you know, sexy? Or do you go for something that's more scary? You know, something traditional Halloween-y. What, what do you tend to do? <laughs> you said weenie. I said weenie. <laughs> I also made penis cookies. You did. <laughs> 
But yeah, what do what do you usually do? Like Macho Man, is that supposed to be scary or sexy or uh, like I don't think it's supposed to be either one. <laughs> I mean it was kind of sexy when you did it. I I guess it's the beard. Yeah, uh, it's always the beard. It's always the beard. It is. So uh I mean I'm dressed as a clown, but I'm not I'm not like a slutty clown. But I'm not like one of those demented, like mean to be scary clowns. I don't know. Clowns are terrifying to a lot of people, and they're silly to a lot of people, and that's why I chose a clown. Because I really like seeing people, like, relive childhood trauma involving clowns. Should I see what kind of gifs they have for these options? Oh my god, yes. Let's see. So, uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, that one. That... Uh, oh, oh no, that one. The Homer Simpson one. Yes. What about the Spider Man? Uh, I I I don't care about. Sp oh, Jerry's pretty cute. That one. Uh, oh, that. Yeah, that's the one. And uh, let's see. <laughs> Scary. Oh my god. Oh oh I th oh she was brushing her armpit she hair. She was. Oh Pennywise. Uh, I like Nervous Kermit. Okay. Nervous Kermit it is. Wait, what's that one? This from Michael Jackson? No, that. I don't know what that is. I think that's from The Purge. Could be. I don't know. Oh, there's a scared child. That's always funny. Terrified SpongeBob? Go go with Kermit. <laughs> go with Kermit? We're going to do it. All right. And share. So go okay. ahead. Vote so, in our poll. So here's the thing, guys. We want to know, do you go for sexy or do you go for scary with your Halloween costumes? Now, we're going to make a contest out of this again. Uh, last week's contest winner was Ryan Connor, and he got to go to see the Patchwork show. Um, I forgot to follow up with him and see how he liked it. Um, so what we're going to do, you vote either scary or sexy. And whichever one gets the most... If you and if you voted that, you are entered to win tickets to one of two shows. Two yes. tickets to go. What what shows are they? Uh, they are the Think So Joe Birthday Bash on November tenth with the Scarecrow Show of Night and Light, Inherent Vice, and Kennedy Carpool. So good. Or our new our uh, Thanksgiving Eve bash. Yeah. Also featuring the Scarecrow Show. Excellent. But this time with Dreadnecks. Bravura and uh, on the on cinder, the cinder. Yeah. and that one's at Tudor, correct? That is at Tudor Lounge, yes. Okay. So the so, the birthday show is at Mohawk Place. That is a usually uh, we're selling them seven advance, ten at the door. Mm -hmm. uh, Tudor Lounge is a five dollar show, but still, it's well worth it. Yeah. So um so yeah uh like just just to spell it out okay if more people vote for scary. And you voted for scary. You're entered to win. And we'll do the drawing. Um, I'm not going to be here next week, and we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll do the drawing next week when I'm not here. Um, and announce on the show who won, and then you get to pick tickets. So, um, you know, that's awesome. Expect to or hope to hear from us if you uh, vote for this poll. Yeah. So go vote. Facebook.com slash official think so Joe. Yeah. And I'm sure you and I will both uh, eventually share it. So. Of course. 
But let's let's talk about next week. I'm not going to be here. I know. So one one point of uh, order is that somebody has to co-host. Maybe Laura could come co-host. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, second point point of order, if you are able to be in two places at once or to listen and drive or whatever, um, there's going to be another concert in the Greg Rinker Memorial Tribute Series, um, and that's going to be The Impurity and Digital Afterlife and VCTI, I think was, I don't know how you're supposed to say that. Uh, they just jumped on the bill this morning. Um, so it's going to be, you know, some, some, it's going to be different music than the last couple of, uh, United shows, but, uh, you know, our friends in digital afterlife and the impurity, they're so good. Um, I don't know this other band, but they were eager to play and grateful for the, uh, the opportunity, which is more than I could ask for. So, you know, they're rounding out the bill for me. (laughs) And I would imagine if somebody gets hurt at the Evening Star during the Impurity set, that somebody at the Evening Star would know how to get them the fuck out of the the (laughs) middle of the crowd. Maybe we could put them on a folding table. Yeah, that's what what Ironworks (laughs) try to do. Um, So that's a free concert. It starts at 7 o'clock. It's at the Evening Star. Um, I think it only goes until 11. I'm not... And I sh- I should be more sure of those details, but I know that they're they're not long shows. Um, we just want to go remember Greg, uh, kind of honor his memory, and come together through music in his memory because that's what he lived for. So, um, you know, if you're able to come out to the Evening Star next Wednesday, I would love to see you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be here. Yeah. I'll be here. I'll be on the air. You guys can listen to me on the way to Evening Star. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a fun, fun night. I don't know who my co-host is going to be. We'll figure something out. Maybe. If you're interested in co-hosting next week. Maybe I should shoot a message to Andrew Abdell from You might as well. You might as well. Maybe. I don't know. (sighs) I don't know. We'll, We'll see. Yeah. I mean... You could always reach out to Brian. I I would like to have Brian. I don't want you to have Brian because then you'll be like, oh, it was so much better when Brian was here. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because then I'm going to get stuck having to watch a movie and like. Oh, right. The, right. You know, hey, uh, here's some here's some new songs I learned since the last time I was on. Now you got to guess what these songs are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh. <laughs> And then, like, it's one of those, it's like being on a game show. Like, you get put on the spot, and you're like, what is this? I know what this is. Right, and then you kick yourself in the head over it, because... The, the one time he played For Whom the Bell Tolls by Metallica, which oh, I yeah. covered every single show I've played except for one. I covered that song, and I'm like, what is this? Why does it sound familiar? I should know this. What is it? <laughs> and he's like, dude, it's For Whom the Bell Tolls. Like, oh, you motherfucker, how did I get that wrong? Like, how did I miss that? Ooh, I'm excited. You know what I get to do tonight? What? I get to listen to Injustice for All on vinyl. On vinyl. Remastered. Oh, maybe I'll listen with you and make some cookies. That's uh, uh, the first thing I need to do after we finish is finish that book and, and deliver. Yeah, you just but have some editing to do, right? Yes, it's all just a matter of uh, doing some leveling now. and that's Like uh, leveling out the uh, the signals? 
Yeah, it's uh, you know getting uh, getting the thing to ACX standard. So all I gotta do is oh. throw each file in Audacity, and I usually th do a limiter and then a normalize. And yeah. Audacity is so cool. Yeah, it's I, just I used, a cool program. I used to use Audacity, but uh, Brian got me hooked on using Reaper. I don't know that at all, but I also haven't done recording in 10 years. Right. I'm sure it's come a long way. <laughs> yeah, I used to use Audacity for everything. And be before that, I used to use a program called Gold Wave. Oh, yeah? Which uh, I used to use when I was on the college radio station and needed to edit songs to be <laughs> appropriate for the college radio station. Like edit out language and shit? Yeah. Nice. I would sit there and I, I used to, my technique was uh, I would reverse it. And then do like the vocal remover on it, so it's like so it's there, but it's not there. It's completely absurd. I have no idea how to do that. Um, I would be interested in seeing how you do it on another program, or if you have that program, I would be interested because I understand that shit to I, an extent. I don't, but I can do that exact same thing in Audacity. Yeah. So. Okay. But I, yeah, I, I used to use Audacity for everything. And then Brian's like, dude, you should try Reaper. You should try Reaper. You should try Reaper. You should try Reaper. And I'm like, he's so insistent. You just have to listen eventually. I'm like, all right, let me, you know, it's a free download and then you pay 60 bucks for a license. Like, okay. Which I still haven't done. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> uh, details, details, details. Yeah. Which Brian, you know, rips on me occasionally for like, you still haven't paid for it. Have you like, no, <laughs> uh, pay for your licenses, kids pay for your pay for your software licenses. Anyway, I, I'm going to eventually because <laughs> they deserve it. Uh, but yeah, I started using Reaper. And it's I've, I follow this guy. Uh, his name's Mike Delgadio. He's a professional voiceover actor. Uh, and he, uh, has this channel on YouTube called Booth Junkie and had this whole series on how to set up Reaper uh, specifically for voiceover. And I followed that and it's like, oh man, where has this been all my life? Oh. And so I use it for virtually everything. The only time I ever use Audacity anymore is if I have an audiobook because I like the uh, leveler and normalize on mm. that better. But it's uh, it's more intuitive, I think. So <laughs> to be honest, I think the only thing I really learned how to do in Audacity is play Britney Spears songs backwards for hidden messages. <laughs> like my one of my audio teachers taught me that. I think like, I think my uh, favorite hidden backwards message ever is in the Weird Al Yankovic song "I Remember Larry," because the the backwards messages. Boy, you sure have a lot of time on your hands. <laughs> There's an old, uh, they cut out my, uh, my guitar player. <laughs> he didn't make this picture, apparently. Well. <laughs> and he's the only one of those guys I still talk to on a regular basis. Was that Luke? <laughs> no, it was Dave. Dave Ticket. Oh, I don't know him. Yeah, he, uh, he went on, he was in a band called Fur Terminal for a little while, and, uh, Oh, that's, uh, who was who was the singer for that band? Was it Brooke? I believe that was Brooke. I love Brooke. Yeah. She is, uh, she is one of my favorite people, um, in Niagara Falls and, uh, in general. I just, uh, I admire the shit out of that woman. This was a block away from Stamps, this picture. Really? Oh, was that at that pool hall? Uh, it is at the, uh, Legion Hall that's right next to, uh, Colosso. Oh, okay. Because there was um like a pool hall kind of thing in that area too that used to have 
rock concerts. And uh, I went to a Halloween concert there one time, and I was dressed up like a bitch fairy. And um, I was only a bitch fairy because I had a belt buckle on that said bitch, and then I was a fairy. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. I went to a show there. It was cool. It was, like, really, really shitty punk show. (laughs) (laughs) But it was fun, you know? Like, sometimes the shitty shows are the fun ones. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of punk shows, we had on the cinder uh, dropped off of our show last Friday. They uh, had an illness, unfortunately. We need to oil this fucking chair. Uh-huh. I don't know where. I think the WD-40 is in here. It, it was. I don't know where it is now. I sure didn't. Oh, I know. It. I see it. I know where it is. Okay, anyway. Uh, but, he sees the lube. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, but On the Cinder will be back with, uh, not On the Cinder, uh, City Powered City Radio. City Radio. I was like, what are you talking yeah. about? I City, don't remember City that. Powered Radio had to drop off the show. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm the, I got On the Cinder on the brain because they, <laughs> were, they, uh, they are on an upcoming show and they were two sections over from us at the Sabres game last they night. They were. So, <laughs> uh, but, uh, we do have, um, City Powered Radio is going to be back on an all WNY show. Uh, Saturday, January 5th at Tudor Lounge with Shambles. Oh, wow. Uh, and we're still working out details on the other couple of bands. but Cool. Uh, Remind me of that later. I, I might throw some ideas at you. That's going to be a good one. I think we're almost booked. I'm waiting uh, for a band to confirm, and then I have ideas for the fourth one. So. Okay. But that's going to be a fun show at, at Tudor Lounge, our first show of the new year. Oh. Uh, if if you don't count the fact that our new year's show will run into the new year. Um, yeah, I don't know how that counts, really. But, uh, yeah, so but bright and early in, in January we're going to be. Is the jukebox getting louder outside? It might be. I am hearing it in my gone. headphones. Now it's gone. There's a jukebox in our backyard. Is it in our backyard or is it's, it in the neighbor's yard? It's in the garage next door. Um, it's really loud. It's got really, really good sound. And it's just playing the Halloween theme over and over and over and over <laughs> for like since we started, since before we started podcasting. And it's a little creepy and it's just like so quietly in the background, like actual background music, like maybe if we turn the corner. So I used to record, like, just on, <laughs> on this setup we have out here for the podcast, I used to record everything. And so, like, before I built the booth in the in the closet there. And so, like, I used to sit out here and I would do work. And I would be able to work fine if the jukebox was going unless there were high frequencies. Yeah. And, like there are now. And, uh, yeah, well, yeah. Like, well, we got a lot of low frequencies. I can hear th- I can hear that. But then you get the, you know, dun 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 yeah. And you hear that, but um, I was running super late on an audiobook, and I'm like, all right, as long as like he just keeps playing stuff with low frequencies, I'm fine. And then I I don't know what it was that he played, but it was just like the worst possible song he could have played. I, I it might have been like don't stop believing or something. Like, that, right? like uh, so I'm just sitting here like, all right, all right. As long as he keeps playing Elvis, I'm fine. And then it's like. Just a small town girl. Like, oh no. <laughs> like, I, 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 crap. I, dude, I need to, like, I went outside looking for him. I'm like, Rich, I need you to turn that off, dude. <laughs> like, like, I was going and I couldn't find him. Like, oh, by the time wow. I'm, he's a busy guy. He is. He's all over the place. Yeah. So by the time I found him, he had turned it off. And I'm like, <laughs> now I can go back to work. Just stress yourself out for nothing. 
Yeah. So <laughs> luckily now, like the having the booth kind of like I can I can still hear it, but it doesn't pick up in the microphone. Well, that's what matters. So it's help. It's helpful. I can get through stuff. <clears throat> But hearing shit in my headphones, like, throws me off no matter what it is. So yeah. that's why I'm, like, kind of stuttering a little bit more tonight than usual. <laughs> I hear ya, I hear ya. We were doing, we did the uh, first couple of outdoor shows, and I had a lot of latency in my headphones. So, like, I would say something and then hear it. As opposed to, like, right now, where if I say something, I hear it as I'm saying it. So, we're outside, and I'm doing a promo for a show that had Lost Elysium on it, mm. and I'm like, like I'm hearing myself back afterward, and I'm like, yeah, Lost yeah. I like trip over my words. Like, <laughs> it was awful, and I'm like, all right, I'm fixing this shit now. Like, <laughs> yeah, that would trip me out a little. Yeah, I can I can listen to myself while I'm talking, but I can't listen to myself after I on the said delay. It. Yeah, yeah. I got a delay exactly. The uh, the promoted tweet, uh, promoted uh, trending topic on Twitter right now is the Grinch, because the new Grinch movie comes out in theaters November 9th. That's bullshit. He should wait his turn. He is. It's after Halloween. Halloween goes until mid-November. Halloween does not go until mid-November. You watch those Halloween decorations and tell me if they're not up in mid-November. <laughs> I don't... Uh, but... What? I have a, I had a Christmas album hanging on the wall, on the door, for like three years straight. That doesn't make any difference what season it is, is if the decorations are still up. Well, listen, things have changed around here. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. Are we playing this next? Uh, yes, we're playing this next. Can we talk about tomorrow? I suppose we could talk about tomorrow. Oh my gosh, you guys, tomorrow I'm so fucking excited. Bunch of bands I've never heard of and Poison the Prophet are playing. Okay, so. Um, it's not true, I've heard of all the bands. Devil Driver is playing. <laughs> They're, you know, the headliner. Um, I'll get, I'll, I'll go on a spiel about Devil Driver, maybe, maybe. Also, Ginger is playing. I, I've heard that they're, like, female-fronted, but uh, I, I don't I, know much about them. I know they're female-fronted, but I don't know anything else about them. I don't know if they're any good or not. Um, and then I, I think Brian saw them and didn't. Brian like didn't like them. Yeah, because I invited him. But Brian, um, but Brian likes Hailstorm, so that tells you what Brian knows about female-fronted music. Right, but at least he likes the Interrupters. This, yeah, now, now he likes the Interrupters. Um, also playing tomorrow night is Raven Black, Many Will Fall, and our good friends Poison the Prophet. Um, this is going to be at Montage at 5.30's doors. Um, tickets are like 20-something. There's like, this morning, Montage posted something about there being less than 20 tickets left. So I'm really looking forward to this. This is going to be fucking fun. Ah, there's Dave. Nice. <laughs> um... So I got to see Poison the Prophet originally. Um, they opened for Soulfly. My sister and I went to see them at Montage. And, like, me and Allison are, like, back and forth to the car between her chronic pain, my MS. We just cannot stand on the fucking cement floor of a venue. You know, neither of us drink, so we don't have that going for us. You know, it's just, like, I wasn't doing very good. So we kept going back to the car and sitting down. And then we came back in the middle of Poison the Prophet set, or like a couple songs in, 
And they were so good that it made me forget that I felt like shit. And, you know, we we made it like halfway through Soulfly's set and finally we we're like, I'm gonna die. <laughs> Let's go home. Let's get Arby's. Uh, I'll tell you, Karina came home. She was super excited to tell me about Poison the Prophet. Yeah. And, you know, I talked to them. I friended them on Facebook. I talked to them like, I talked to two members like a couple times a week. Like, we, we send memes and, and shit like that. Like, they're cool dudes, and their music is so fucking good. Just wait. Just like, wait until you hear it. We're, we're going to play them on uh, through uh, through our Google Play account, right? And uh, I'm looking at the numbers of times that these songs have been played. Like, yeah. the, at least a dozen times each. And that Soulfly show wasn't that long ago. No. Um, the, and also, I've liked their Facebook page three times. Really? <laughs> Cause oh, because they keep switching. They yeah. had they had two when you first told me about them. You That's sent right. me one. It was the wrong one, so I found the other one like yeah, that. I, and then they just changed this again. I think they had a lineup change, and then um, I don't know something else. I think, but uh, let me see what song you're gonna play. I don't know. You um, tell me. Play just breathe. All right. Is that the? Is that a? Th- this isn't a, a Faith Hill cover, right? What? Uh, ain't that who does just breathe? I don't know. It might be. I, I think that's it. Probably. Uh, I think is. I'm right. I'm not going to look it up. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure they will. Anyway, uh, Poison the Prophet, just breathe. You can catch them tomorrow night at Montage Music Hall. Play it. I did.
Search. Uh huh. And Just Breathe is a song by the American rock band Pearl Jam. I can't think of that song. I'm going to listen to it after the show. Great. I'll do it in some headphones. It's bad enough the referees okay, sucked you know yesterday what, and I had to listen know, to animals over and over again. Okay, that's the best song by Pearl Jam. Okay, and so, so if you give me the choice between Nickelback's animals and Pearl Jam's animals. <sighs> You, uh, I'll take Pink Floyd's album, Animals. You wouldn't be saying that if you've ever dropped acid. <laughs> <laughs> um, All I know is anytime I hear that Pearl Jam song, somebody from the Sabres is going to the penalty box. I know, and I get excited because it's my favorite Pearl Jam song. I wonder if anybody the beat up time. the... Uh, I didn't see any reports of uh, anybody beating up the referees yesterday. <laughs> the, oh my god, I thought that referee was going to die. The oh people my god. were so, so angry. Like, like uh, Zach Bogosian came over and just nailed this dude. Like, wiped him out. And they're like, just, they called charging. And just the entire crowd is booing. What does charging mean? You take more than three strides when you run into a guy. Oh, okay. So they said that Zach Bogosian charged the guy. He didn't. He stopped, he stopped skating and he hit the guy. It was clean. And they called charging, and, and the referee, like, uh, I didn't think he was going to make it out of the building. Yeah, um, it was questionable. Like, I, you know, I'm not a sports fan in any way. I go to these games for you, to be honest. I know that you have fun, so I have fun. I could give a shit who wins, who loses, how the refs are. I care about the crowd and how the crowd is, you know, and also how the, uh, the uh, what do you call organist? The is. organist. Oh, my God. We had a substitute organist last night, and he was, he or she was awful. It was, it was a guy. It was an older guy. They showed him on the screen. Oh, my God. You, you were buried in your phone. He, uh, I was looking <laughs> at pictures of dudes licking each other's asses. That you were. Um, He, like, the, the um, let, how did they do it? Let's go, Buffalo. Dun, 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 dun. You know, he, he would, like, it's supposed to go one, two, three, four, let's go, Buffalo. Then let's go, Buffalo. Like, it's not, he was doing, like, measures of four, then measures of five, then measures of four. And his timing, like, he, if he had been the normal organist, maybe the crowd would know his cadence and know, like, how he plays and would be down with it. But we, like, in the two games that I have been to, you know, I've gotten, I, I've grown accustomed to the organist. He's very good. Mr. Chris Cook. He's very good. Uh, um, he is the organist for the Buffalo Sabres, the Riviera Theater, and Shea's Performing Arts Center. Oh, the Riv. I probably have worked with the guy. Yeah. Uh, but he was uh, he was unable to attend the last two home games. Yeah. Uh, somebody, uh, you know, he tweeted uh, an FYI for you all. There will still be organ music, but it won't be me for the next two home games. See you all next Saturday, which is 
this Saturday, Sabretooth Saturday coming up. <sighs> but uh, he had other commitments at the college he teaches at. So a substitute uh-huh. organist uh, took over. I think it might have been a different guy for each game because somebody was praising the organist for the previous home game. I don't think anybody was praising this organist. Like, if they were paying attention. But there was, like, with the refs and everything, there was so much to be riled up about that, like, maybe he, the organist wasn't that bad. I was just, like, revved up, you know? Yeah. So, I, but no. If measures of five, dude. Yeah, he, he wasn't. <sighs> I mean, I'm sitting there making fun of him. I'm like, dude, really? Like, we were talking earlier in the day about uh, tequila. Uh, yeah, we were. By the champs. And this guy's playing it, and it's like, dude, dude you're missing notes. He was, he was uh, he sloppy. The- he didn't do anything staccato. If you know, if you don't know what that means, it means like um, like short notes with spaces in between, like the <laughs> instead of um. If if that makes sense, I'm sorry if it doesn't. But there was just like no separation in his notes. There, he, what was it's the like he was trying to be musical. The guy, but this wasn't the place to be musical and talented. This was a place to like pump the crowd up. I, I don't think this guy, like, I think he's a student. That, that's Possibly. The, he's an older guy, but I, I think he's a student because he was repeating songs. You don't do that. No, not usually. What was the Beatles song he fucked up twice? Uh, oh, bloody, oh, yeah, bloody. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he yeah. Fucked, up, fucked up the Beatles. He fucked up the champs. He fucked up everything, man. Like, yeah. come on. We want Chris back. We can, I, I, I almost want to go to Saturday's game just to be like, hey, there's the good organist. Aw. Go sit in his section. Aw. <laughs> Uh, I, I would love to sit in the organist section, actually. I I was thinking of uh, buying... Uh, my problem with the organist section is it is in the defend twice side. I like the shoot twice side. Uh, and we... Uh, which is where DJ Milk is. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, sitting there with the app open the whole time, like, hoping the prices would drop, like, between periods to, to uh, move down to section 108 where DJ Milk is. Mm-hmm. And just, like, sit there and... Like you know, yell and like, hey man, you're doing a great job. Like, yeah, I give I give credit. Like, it's cool to have an in-house DJ for the games now. Like, is it has that not always been a thing? No, I think that's new this year. Oh well, yeah, that is really cool. Because usually he, you go, he acts like he's been doing it for a long time. Well, usually when you go there, he's sitting up on the second level. Like mm-hmm. right when you go in, you go up the the left escalator. Mm-hmm. He's right there and DJing. But he's not. In oh, the, okay. He's not usually in the arena doing stuff, so that's pretty cool to have a DJ like, doing that. I feel like last season the game that we went to, he was. No, he was outside. He wasn't in there. I like, thought he pop. was. I thought he was both. No, he wasn't. He was. I, this is the first year that we've had him like in there hyping up the crowd. Oh well, um, I think it's going pretty well. I think he's doing a great job. I. I and I think. Uh, I think Chris Cook is a phenomenal organist, so yes. I, I can't wait for him to come back. Yes. Um, but the whole entire in-game presentation is just amazing. And uh, you know who we we have to thank for that is uh, Nick Landers' sister. Aw, thank you, Nick Landers' sister. Yeah, she does a great job at uh, putting all that together. Yeah. I still want to know how you get to go, like, do the trivia and all that other shit, like, the, or the key ball, or yeah. like, even to get out on the ice and do the, the thing where you're in the inflatable thing. Oh, yeah, that looks really, I'm surprised more people don't get hurt doing that. You're in the inflatable thing, so you don't get hurt. 
I would find a way to get hurt. I'm sure you would. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was a great presentation, and uh, DJ Milk's doing an awesome job hyping yeah, up the crowd. And, yeah. Uh, like, I think he He's got, got a lot of energy. I think he got better from that first game we went to against the against the Golden Knights on mm-hmm. Columbus Day to uh, to the game we went to last night against yeah. uh, against Calgary. I think he's gotten better. He's gotten more confidence in Maybe himself. Maybe he's finding and, his groove. Yeah, I mean, like, we saw him a couple of times over the summer at uh, Canal Side for... Oh, yeah. Like I think he uh, he was DJing before probably public uh, not public enemy uh, Wu Tang Clan. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, guys! <laughs> I can't believe we forgot about this. I meant to mention it earlier when I was talking about going to Talking Leaves Books. Oh my God! I I was uh, I go hang out with my buddy John. He's a very he's a literature nerd. He reads like angel like you know. Didn't he go to school for library stuff? Uh, he he's a grad. Uh, he's got a degree in library science. Like he's he's very. Uh, he loves his literature. He loves his, uh, you know, old old timey like you know sixty you know sixteenth century uh, you know philosophy and shit. Wow! Right? I I have no idea. I'm pulling shit out of my ass. <laughs> but um, but no, that's that's really the stuff the type of stuff he likes is like older stuff like that and like you know one of the things that he got me to read was like Ambrose Bierce, you know, like that kind of mm. stuff. So, but we're you know I always hang out with him. We go to the bookstore because you know it's. The that's whole, his thing. <laughs> that's essentially the whole point of him coming to Buffalo is to hang out with me and go to the bookstore because, you know, he lives in Niagara Falls. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I guess you can. And he has to bus as well, doesn't he? Yeah. So uh, it's, a, it's a whole day excursion if he wants to go to the bookstore. Well, I, I mean, I guess there's probably also only so many times you can go to uh, the book corner uh, yeah. right over by Rapids Theater there. I love that store, though. I've never been there. I, oh. I, I honestly, I didn't even know it was there until I moved up here. Um, and we'll, we'll get back to that store, but uh, please finish your, but, uh, so yesterday I'm out with my buddy, John, and we're hanging out around, we're hanging out at the bookstore and I'm just kind of, I'm just looking through the shelf, like the humor, like, you know, entertainment kind of style shelf, you know, like where they have, uh, you know, like, um, crossword puzzle books and shit. Okay. By the way, I found a crossword puzzle book that was like totally nineties crosswords. Right. (gasps) And then half the fucking clues were like. This guy was a big star in the 80s. Like, <laughs> what the fuck's that got to do with the topic of this book? Right. I didn't see a single clue that I that I would have known as a 90s clue. Huh. Uh, but anyway, so I'm just kind of browsing that shelf because he's looking at whatever's right next to it. And I'm like, like, I saw like a New York Yankees thing and a Boston Red Sox. I'm like, what, what, what are these books? And the first thing I see when I go to look at these books Wu-Tang Clan Mad Libs. Oh, my God. And the first thing I did was I took a picture and I sent it to Karina. I said, I think I'm buying this. And I was not upset. No. Actually, all I could think of was how are we going to do this on the show? We're going to find a way to do this. We're going to find a way, guys. Don't you worry. Yes, library science. (laughs) I feel like I'm going to break your computer tower. Like, I'm going to hit the power button with my toe, even though my toe is nowhere near it. Yeah, just... But let me tell you about the book corner. Tell me about the book corner. Okay, this was when I was 21. I remember this because I was drunk or hungover the entire time. Um, Billy of Billy Draws 2, also of the Patrick Theater. This is before Rosie was involved, before she existed in this world. Not in this world, but like in that world. Rosie just manifested out of she, thin she's air. She's magical. Um, Billy wrote, Billy wrote, writes plays. And he wrote a play called Muse. And I 
went on a streak where I was always cast as the main character's girlfriend or ex-girlfriend or whatever in Billy's plays. So I played the girlfriend character. And we put this show on in the book corner upstairs in the used book section. They do, uh, like, poetry reads and stuff up there. Yeah. I mean, it was really cool. But you got to think, like, this is a bookstore. There is no production value. We are really stuck on suspension of disbelief. Like, you have to go into that play wanting to be taken away to another place, you know? But, um, you know, we made the most out of a non-traditional space, and I'm super, super proud to say that I was involved in that, and I'm super proud of Billy because that, I mean, he started below that. We started off just playing open mics and playing on the the porch in Niagara Falls, you know, like we started from nothing. And now Billy is a one of the owners of a small theater mm-hmm. that's, you know, doing some amazing things. So, you know, I'm super proud of my friends and where we've been and where we're going. And fucking A, Billy. Remember when we did that? <laughs> that shit was cool. It was. It was really fun. My character's name was Purple Girl, and I had to dye my hair purple to be the character, and I had to dress all in purple. And, I mean, shit like that is fun for me. Cool. Yeah. Anyways, I'm sorry. I, I've i never been in, the, like, I've been in front of the book corner yeah. waiting to get into Rapids. Right. <laughs> I've never been in the, I, I didn't realize there was a bookstore down there until, like, after the fact, like, after I moved out of because I was always, I was always like, you know, after Toys R Us and KB Toys all closed and like mm. the mall kicked out the bookstore that was in the mall Ugh. and the record store that was in the mall. Oh my God. It's like, okay, like we have a fashion mall in Niagara Falls. Have you seen the way people dress in Niagara Falls? <laughs> the Canadians dress really well though. Sure, and that's why that's what the mall's there for. <laughs> uh, but but the the we have a fashion mall in a in a very not fashionable city, right? But we don't have a bookstore, a toy store, a record store. Like what the fuck? And I didn't yeah. realize that the book corner was there, but you know it's a small well because yeah, it's a small business and small independently owned bookstore, just like Talking Leaves. And uh, it's it's one of those places. And this is a very literal statement. You go in, and there are cats everywhere. Seriously, you go in and, like, there's just cats on the counter, like, laying on the bookshelves. Just, like, it's so cool. Like, it's not cool if you're allergic to cats like Billy is, which was interesting. I'm sure. Uh, I've spent more time feeding Benadryl to Billy than I can tell you. Billy was here, like, a couple of weeks ago, and you wouldn't let him I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I was like, if you don't have to go to the bathroom, you're not coming in my house because I don't want you to die. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, you know, the, uh, dog ears books around the corner from us should, should get some cats cause they had a squirrel in there the one day. <laughs> uh, did I tell this story on the air? I know I, I don't told think you. So why don't we bring one of our cats to them? Oh geez. Yeah. You guys can have whisper. <laughs> you know, as much as I say that I would miss him. <laughs> He just needs to be castrated so he stops spraying all over the place. Right. So anyway, I'm uh, I'm meeting somebody at uh, at Dog Ears Books, and I'm sitting out. They have a bench right in front of the window out front. Um, so I'm sitting right in front of the right in front of the building, and I just hear all this like like. <laughs> I'm like, what 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 the hell is going on? What is that? And I'm like turning around, and I don't see anything, and then. It's still gone. <laughs> 
turn around and I look up and there's a squirrel in their window, like up in the top part of the window, like like on the inside of the building. Inside the building, <laughs> so I kind of went in and I'm like, uh, "Guys, do you know there's a squirrel over there?" And they're like, "Oh no!" So they they start trying to <laughs> start trying to chase this squirrel out of the building, and I'm outside of the building. I'm back outside waiting for whoever I'm waiting for. And I'm watching them try to chase the squirrel out of the building. And the squirrel is trying to get out. Oh. But all I'm like all I'm hearing is Oh no. Poor thing's bumping its head on the on the on the window trying to get oh. out. Finally it figured out, like, no, I gotta go around this way and back out the way I came. Oh. It must have must have come in the front. I mean, there is a back door, maybe he got in the back. I don't know. But he came out. He got out. So Oh my goodness. Squirrel is like right in the front door, and this is a this is a bookstore slash coffee shop. So <laughs> yeah, wow. Uh, Dog ears books, Casanova, yeah. Casanova coffee. By the way, I want to go there. I I love their hot chocolate. Oh, I, if they have coffee, I'm totally down. Yeah, it's it's a coffee shop. It's it, like just this nice cozy little place. I was there one day, and just uh, suddenly this guy walks in the door, and he's got a guitar, and he sets up a little. He pulls out a little amp that they have sitting <laughs> there for him. And a little stool, and he sits there, and he's playing, and he's playing all these, like, classic songs. His name was uh, Jim Yeomans, and uh, it's a guy my mom knows, oh, as wow. a matter of fact. Uh, and, he, and I knew the last name Yeomans, because I know my mom always used to talk about a guy named Doug Yeomans, who was in, like, some country bands around Niagara Falls. So I'm like, all right, like, I, I my mom probably knows this guy. So I posted on Facebook, and my mom, sure enough, hey, where, where'd you see him, you know? <laughs> And, uh, you know, he just busted out and started playing. And uh, that was also the day I met Grace Stumberg. Oh. <laughs> because Grace uh, was working there at the time. Oh. I don't know if she might, she might still work there in between uh, Joan Baez tours. Uh, but she, uh, you know, he was like, he was like, Grace, come here, come here. And gave her the guitar and let her play a song. And oh, like, how nice. So it was the first time I ever saw Grace Stumberg. And it's like, man, she's really good. She really is. <laughs> yeah. And then I then I later found out that uh, I can certainly say squirrel because I have a cat named Squirrel. Anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, you so can I, say squirrel, but I can't say bagel. No, you can't. I mean, I can. I just say it like this: bagel. Yeah, you you say it wrong. We uh, like I said, we'll ask we'll ask John Ben, and he'll be the authority on this on, this, <laughs> on, the, on the pronunciation because he did once cut his hand open. Slicing a pre-sliced bagel <laughs> and had to go get stitches. But anyway, yeah, so, yes. so uh, yeah, I met Grace and I later found out that she's like the guitar tech for Joan Baez. Yeah. Um, by the way, I, I want to let everybody know, I, I know this isn't a, uh, a Western New York band. And go ahead, Laura, you can use this as fuel for your Twitter. Uh, <laughs> but our, our dear friends from uh, Long Island, Jackknife Stiletto. Uh, just released The Chronicles of Jane, Volume 2. It's so good. It is. I've listened to it at least uh, three or four times now. Oh, my gosh. The, okay. I've only listened to it here and there, like, while you're listening to it. But I'm not going to lie. That rancid cover that they have on there fucking kills. I'm willing to bet if we go on Google Play and look at the play counts, like, everything else is four, and then, like, the rancid cover is, like, yeah, six or seven, maybe ten, I don't know. Like, <laughs> but I, I've definitely uh, given that album a few spins since it was released on Friday. Yeah. It is, like, they are friends of ours, they're friends of the station, we've had them on a show mm -hmm. uh, last Halloween, as a matter of fact. Yep. Um, and we're, we're working on bringing them back. 
uh, because we love them so much. We've got bands that want to play with them. Yeah. Uh, so we're working on that. That's uh, in the works right now. Um, hopefully, because it depends. Uh, and the reason I bring them up is we were talking about uh, Grace being uh, Joan Baez's guitar tech. Right. Annie, of course, is Joan Jett's guitar tech. We just have them everywhere, don't we? We do. We know a lot of uh, people's guitar techs, I yeah. guess. Uh, but uh, we're hoping to get uh, Jackknife Stiletto, who are they, we got their holiday. Yeah, I know. Uh, we're hoping to get them uh, hopefully early in the you know first quarter 20, uh, 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're working on that. But the new album is great. I urge you, please check it out when you get a chance. Yeah. We are... Uh, because they're signed to Blackheart Records, we're not able to play any of it. <laughs> not that, I mean, and, and we, but we can tell you about it. We can tell you about it. I, I don't think we would anyway because they're not a Western New York band. We've, right. And and last year when they were doing the Halloween show, and we're, you know every time we do a show, it's like, okay, we got to play all the bands that are on this show. And so we played all the other bands. We had five bands on that show. We were not allowed. We kept asking, like, you know. We are literally talking to Jackknife Stiletto right now. Why can't we? Like, they're mm. telling us we can play their songs. And Scott's like, nope, can't do it. And uh, we had Annie on the show. Mm. She uh, called in. She was on break at work. Wow. Yeah, she called in to uh, talk to us and talk about how excited Jackknife was to be coming back to Buffalo. And uh, we're hoping to bring him back. We know a lot of our listeners are huge fans of theirs. And uh, we'd we, uh, really like to get them. But absolutely, Chronicles of Jane Volume 2 is out now. Go listen to it on your Spotify, your Google Play, your iTunes, whatever. Right. Uh, Apple Apple Music, I think, is what they're calling it now, the, the streaming service yeah, for Apple. Yeah, I don't I, know. I don't know. I, I, I used an iPhone for, uh, iPhone for like three days, and it was the worst three days of my life. Yeah, I can't imagine that being any fun. Yeah. So, hey, there's some things going on tonight after the podcast. No, Laura, the authority of saying bagel is a guy who cut his hand cutting a bagel. <laughs> I should get green dressed. Who? Is that Scott Leffler? <laughs> <laughs> Scott, uh, Scott might do it. You should ask him. Uh, I'm going to ask Brian first. Okay, you got things. There's things. So tonight at uh, Tudor, uh, 9 o'clock, Vintage Gold is playing. I don't know who they are, but they they said so. So, aren't uh, friends of ours are on that show with them? Aren't they? I don't know. I'm pretty sure I was invited to that show. I don't know. Vintage Gold at Tudor Lounge Halloween. Uh, maybe not. Maybe that was a different show that was with those guys. Maybe. Uh, what else? Strange standard. Strange standard. Strange standard. Oh. Uh, then we also have. Gypsy Parlor has Night of the Living Dead Girls at 8. Uh, that's 5 o'clock, or $5, sorry. And the Moxie Cleveland Cabaret is going to be playing. And then after that, there's going to be a DJ until like 4 in the morning and a costume contest. Uh, but yeah, the Night of the Living Dead Girls, that's going to be some burlesque. That's going to be cool. Um, shit, what else is tonight? Oh, the Stamps Acoustic Barbecue number 666. Free food, potluck style, uh, costume contest. Uh, there's going to be music from Don Roth, Yellow Sauce, Cardboard Homestead, Hammered and Nailed, and more. But not Billy Dross, too. It's just like there's going to be more people. Uh, 
I was I was I was watching uh, WWE Evolution the other night, right. the, the uh, all women's pay per view, and uh, which uh, we were just talking about Jack Knight Stiletto Annie was there, um, but. Uh, the they had a former WWF Women's Champion and Hall of Famer Alundra Blaze, and she's like, you know, back in back in my day, you know, I I was at the bottom of the flyer. I was and my name was and more. Oh yeah. And I'm like, I need to tell Rosie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just told uh, my buddy Pete to shut his whore mouth. <laughs> uh, what he, the fuck? Well, he he said Master of Puppets was better than Injustice for All. <laughs> you shut your whore mouth. <laughs> I no really like Justice is my favorite album ever. But Master of Puppets The look is, the look on your face when you said that it was your favorite album ever was really really cute. <laughs> but Master <laughs> Master of Puppets is a close second. In fact, my Master of Puppets tattoo is my most visible tattoo. I'm going to doodle on it. You know, I used to do when I would get bored at work is I would, like, take my uh, my fine point Sharpie. Uh-huh. And I would just, or my ultra fine point Sharpie and just, like, like Color out, it in. outline my tattoos. Yeah. Sometimes um, my my leg tattoo, my, my uh, tree with the mushrooms, I uh, will give markers or pens to children. And tell them to draw a bird on the branch. They get so excited. <laughs> They're like, what? I can draw on you? It's it's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, we're going to play a song, and when we come back, we'll talk about the white supremacist, Scott Leffler. Oh, my God. <laughs> so this is the uh, Good Neighbors. Good Neighbors are playing. Hang on. Let me find the details. Okay. Uh, November 4th, which is Sunday, I will be there selling cookies. It's at 5 p.m. until 9 on the dot. We don't want to upset the neighbors. $7 is all ages. It's at Rude Boys. We have Young Heezy, who is from out of uh, Canada, I want to say. Yeah. Um, the Burkharts, Leda, and our friends from the Good Neighbors, who have helped me out on a benefit or two. And are just so great. Just wait until you hear this. Just wait. All right. This song called Heat of the Fire on all WNY. Think so, Joe Show.
the good neighbors on all WNY. I think so, Joe Show. You know, that's not my usual kind of music, but I can really get down on that shit. Sure. I I could just dance my face off. Sure. Heck yes. They played uh they played one of the Justin Mock Memorial Benefits with Nuke Fun and a couple of blues bands. Uh they Nuke Fun and them both just oh my god. I, I love those two bands so much. Good dudes. Good I, dudes. I believe when she says green dress, she's referring to JT, my uh, regular co-host on board wrestling fan. Why does he wear a green dress? I believe he wore a green dress for a charity thing. Oh, I was gonna, I pictured him dressed as Marge Simpson. Let's uh, let's see. There's JT, listen live, listen live, JT drinking, that's not surprising, JT, JT drinking, drinking, JT, JT drinking. drinking. Lots of board wrestling fan. Apparently most of his tweets are, uh, oh, there's him. Oh, there's him at the gym. At the gym. Obligatory gym selfie. <laughs> we were talking about the gym with him the other day on the on the podcast. We're, yeah. we were talking about, because he goes to uh, Planet Fitness. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay, we're we're past where I think the dress would be because that's where he shaved his head after the Raiders lost last year. Uh, oh yeah, so. you were just telling me about that. Uh, that was a different thing, actually. <laughs> we were oh jeez, we were talking about the uh, the show that used to occupy this time slot on this oh. station, uh, where we would do crazy shit like uh, hit each other with steel chairs. And, oh, uh, where I lost my hair on a bet. And oh, had my head shaved live on UStream. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. It's up on YouTube. You can find it. It's Think Metal episode eight, I mm, think. You'll have to show me when you have time. I guess. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's me getting my head shaved while STEM is playing. <laughs> really? Like, like the, 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 we're playing a STEM song. I oh, I thought they were playing. No. Did I ever? I haven't told you this. My friend uh, was like... He promoted, he was he was on, like, the Roadrunner Street team. And the truth is, I didn't like this dude. He was on the Roadrunner Street team, and he got some of us that, uh, you know, were sheltered Newthane people. He got us into the Niagara Falls and Buffalo music scenes. Um, I hate to give him that credit, but uh, truth. So he introduced us to STEM. And then when he graduated high school, STEM played his graduation party in his grandmother's garage. They actually kind of broke some shit in his grandma's garage because uh, Russ went to like jump off a shelf and the shelf wasn't sturdy. <laughs> it was really funny. Um, but there were like seven people there and STEM performed for us and it was it was pretty fucking cool. Also, one of my friends had some bad mayonnaise when he before he left work on his way to come to the graduation party. And there was a cornfield behind the graduation party. And he ran to the cornfield and threw up. And then he told me, Karina, don't tell anybody. So I went around to the front and was like, hey, guys, Jason just threw up in the corn. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He ate warm mayonnaise. What did he expect? Right. But um, so the rest of the week, it looks like Halloween is still going on. Um. Between some of these events that are going on, uh, let me see here. At the Hilltop in Alden on Saturday the 2nd, Sarah Elizabeth will be playing. 
Um, I don't know who she is. I haven't gotten to check her out. But she seems to play at least once a week and share her vents with me. So, um, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna look into that, see what she's got to offer. It seems like she plays with a, a variety of people in the area. Friday, this one's... Uh, this one's not in the Buffalo area. This one is in in Salamanca at the Salamanca Estate Winery. It's Friday the 1st. It's 5 o'clock, $5. This is going to be Castle Black back in western New York with Bare Bones, Janie Crash and the Tall Man, Men, Vitamin K, and Chuck Collins. Uh, if I lived out that way or drove, I would do this. Uh, it's only $5, so it's like... Stop Sorry. it. I'm trying to make it so it doesn't go back, so it doesn't squeak, and it's not working. Um, also on the 1st, from 7 till 10, at the Akron Owl House, AJ Tetzleff is doing a solo acoustic performance. Um, he's another one who, he's always, like, a couple times a week, he's got something going on, so keep it up, AJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, then on Saturday, the 3rd, from 8 to 11 at the Ship and Shore, uh, AJ is going to be playing again, and that's Applejack's Country Night. Um, I feel like there's a lot I don't know about Applejack's Country Night. But, you know. Oh, Saturday the 3rd, 7 p.m. at Tudor, this one. Hopefully everybody's feeling better in City Powered Radio. Hopefully. Uh, they're scheduled to play uh, with Johnny Revolting, No Prevail, Cyber Strike. Uh, for this one, costumes are encouraged. Uh, don't let Halloween die, everybody. Dress up. Um, the River Pub on Friday from 6 to 9, TJ Cutajar has a solo acoustic performance. And then our friend Paul Burt is up to it again. On Sunday... At seven o'clock, eight pre eight dollars presale, ten dollars door at Stamps. Digital Afterlife is playing with VCTI, both of whom will be at the Evening Star next Wednesday for the Greg Rinker Memorial. Uh, there's also Neon Black. Uh, I can't read my own writing, and also I don't know if these are words that are meant to be said. Um, they look like initials, and it's kind of confusing to me. Um, this is a genre of music that I do not get, though I respect it. Okay, uh, we already talked about tomorrow. I'm so excited about tomorrow, Poison the Prophet. Uh, and then Sunday, um, if you're into the classical style music, at 1 p.m. on, uh, let's see, at the West Hurdle Elementary School, $7 pre-sale, $12 at the door. Uh, Buffalo Philharmonic Orchestra trombonist Tim Smith will be playing with the Hutch Tech Wind Ensemble. Uh, totally not for everybody. Totally not something that we would play. But uh, if you're into specifically horns or classical music, you know, uh, that's something, that's an option. And that's, you know, going to be family friendly too. And that's all I have for this week. And you guys are just shit out of luck for next week. Because I won't be here. Nope. Nope. I got better things to do. <laughs> that's a lie. I'm, that's a I, lie. 
I thought you were still going. I was reading an email. Oh. <laughs> I, uh, I, of course, I mentioned I just got my Injustice for All uh, vinyl and everything. Right. And I also ordered the Funko Pop, <laughs> which I had the tracking and I haven't, it hasn't updated. And Metallica just sent out an email saying, this is why your shipping, you know, information hasn't updated yet. Uh, you should see tracking updates no later than next Wednesday. So. <sighs> Gotta wait for that fun co-pop, I guess. It's gonna be cool, though. Do you have a picture of it? Uh, I I just closed the email, but it would have been oh. in there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was there. <laughs> I didn't notice it. So, uh, so, so Laura reminded me uh, before we went to the song break. I did say that we were going to talk about the white, white supremacist. supremacist. Yes, yeah, Scott Leffler. This is uh, what this, did you do, Scott? Uh, so this is uh, Scott had tweeted to. Uh, somebody, or Scott, CNN tweeted. Okay. This is what happened. It started with CNN. About 400,000 people have signed a petition urging the White House to move Halloween to the last Saturday of October instead of October 31st. What? And then, five hours later, they corrected themselves. They said, boo, we made an error. There are about 40,000 people who signed the petition. And this guy replies to CNN and he says, Journalists don't have room for error when reporting. You're just ins- insitung propaganda. You're spelled W-O, or excuse me, Y-O-U-R. Right. I, I can read letters right now. Uh, anyway, uh, after people believe what you write, you correct it. By that time, it's too late for the outrage slash exaggeration that you caused. CNN is fake news. You prove the president right every single day. To which Scott replied, you're... Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. And what the hell is in Saitung? But please, drag CNN over an error they fessed up to. Right, they fessed up to it. And this guy replies, Scott Leffler is a white supremacist. Wow. Wouldn't, I, the, wouldn't the Trump supporter be more likely to be a white supremacist? Probably. He's probably or a Nazi Or an orange too. supremacist, oh, whatever. Yeah, I don't know, whatever. He's probably a Nazi, too. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I commented on Scott's post, and I said, uh, I was once called a racist because I didn't take my headphones off to answer a question. Like I would have taken them off that the dude was white. <laughs> like I don't care what the color of your skin is. I, just I don't, don't like fucking you. Talk to you. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't talk to the guy. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have took my headphones off if the guy was white. I wouldn't have took the guy the headphones off if the guy was purple. I wouldn't have taken the headphones off if the guy was my mother. <laughs> <laughs> Song was good, dude. <laughs> I was probably, I think I was listening to Metallica Of at the course time. you were. And it was like, it was, I had this long ass bus ride to work and I was, I think it was a night, it was a night you that SmackDown was You don't talk to bus people if you can help it. No. Especially at night. I made the, I, uh, this, this lady like saw this whole thing happen and started talking to me and she's like, what happened? And I explained and like, to this day, if I see that lady on the bus, she'll wave to me and say hi. Oh, that's funny. I, I don't know her name. She works at the gallery mall. She's an older lady. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Look at you. <laughs> Making friends on the bus, being <laughs> racist. Yeah. <sighs> you know, these are getting to be like really scary times with everybody being so like I'm not saying that people haven't always been sensitive, but people are so overly sensitive now. And <sighs> Well, d- didn't I go on a rant last week about like this MAGA bomber? And they caught the guy. It was a white guy. It was Republican. Anyway. <laughs> but that's besides the point. Uh, didn't I go on a rant last week where I basically said that that 
incident was going to do the opposite of what the guy wanted, which is push people towards, like, we need to get these crazy-ass Republicans out of office. Right. Like, I really wish people would stop looking at Republicans and Democrats and start looking at people. I am so in agreement with you. We have to think about everybody as a country. Like, we all have to take care of each other. That's, you know... That's how this works. Like, the government is here to make sure that we're okay, and we're here making sure that the government is okay. And there's a system of checks and balances in place so that we can all, you know, keep everyone in line, make sure no one's abusing power. But when it's power. not working— Fuck their power. Right, Kennedy Carpool? Fuck yeah, their power. Fuck their power. Anyway. Uh, I was listening to that earlier. I listen to Kennedy Carpool every single day. I'm not going to lie to you guys. As long as you're listening to the good Kennedy Carpool. Oh, I am. Chief and like yes. the more recent stuff. Yeah. Don't don't listen to the uh, older stuff. I, I think I've those. heard some of it and I just, it doesn't do it for me. Well, I, I, we You played a, you asked uh, Google to play of Night and Light. And or I asked them to play the long, cold, dark or something like that. And we started getting it, it was the, of night and light. And then they played the long, cold, dark and they started playing like all this great local music. And it's like, holy shit, Google knows what's up. Yeah. And one of the songs that came out, I'm like, I know this song. I know that voice. And then I realized it was Kennedy Carpool from the album. Goddamn those motherfuckers. Uh huh. Like, Nope, turn this shit off now. Like, not listen to this Scott Stapp sounding motherfucker that they used to have in their... <laughs> the lineup they have now, like, oh, I, yeah. I never saw that lineup, but what they got going on now is good shit. And I, we actually have them coming up for some stuff, uh, you know, like, in the yeah. works. Yeah, yeah. So we got some stuff to look forward to in 2019 with them. Yeah, and, uh, of course, in uh, less than two weeks... Ten yes. days from now, as a matter of fact, oh. Saturday, November 10th, Mohawk Place. Come celebrate the uh, 10th anniversary of me turning 27. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, come celebrate me turning 27 for the 10th time. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but uh, with uh, Kennedy Carpool, the Scarecrow Show of Night and Light and Inherent Vice. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for this one. Nick has sent me the set list for the Inherent Vice. I saw. That's adorable. <laughs> yeah. I hope you get a physical copy. It'll go on our wall. I I always end up with a physical copy of Inherent Vice uh, CD of uh, their set list. I know. Um, I like it. <laughs> that's going to be great. So, yeah, we'll have those. So, we were watching. Uh, I was watching Jeopardy the other day. And getting all the answers right. I was doing pretty good at Jeopardy the other day. and uh, <laughs> But... I, I immediately, as soon as, like, they went to commercial break, I realized, like, this is the dumbest possible fucking thing I can do this time of year is watch Jeopardy. Because I, I don't, especially, like, in a non-presidential election year, mm -hmm. because I don't really follow local politics. I know I should. I know, like, that's it's important. It's so much, yeah, same, same. I, I know I should. I know it's important. But my, the thing is, they were like, okay. This is why you don't want to vote for this other guy. Mm -hmm. You want to, you want to vote for our guy. You don't want to vote for this other guy because he wants Nancy, Nancy Pelosi to win, and he voted for Hillary Clinton. And like, <laughs> okay, why are those bad things? And, right. And he wants to uh, raise taxes and have socialized health care. Like, 
Oh no, socialized healthcare. I don't want this guy to win. You and know. It's like, and he wants to open our borders and trash the Second Amendment. I'm like, you are probably taking something he said out of context. Right. Because I'm sure he doesn't want to trash the Second Amendment. He probably just wants to ban assault rifles, which makes fucking sense. But anyway. Especially with everything that's been going on and like the threats been going on. Like, just walking into that hockey game yesterday scared me a little bit. Like, there just seems to be so much more security presence than usual, which is good, but also yeah. just makes you nervous because you're like, well, what are they looking for? Sure. Uh, but, but I mean, th- my point is, I'm watching this ad, and they're like, don't vote for this guy because he wants all the stuff that you want. Right. Like, right. Well, now— We need facts, not speculation. Like, okay, and like now I, now I kind of want to go vote for the guy. Yeah. I've got my voter registration card. I can I can go over and vote. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to look for that ad again so I can see who it was. I was talking to John about that same thing yesterday yeah. because like uh, he said he saw the ad that, that I was talking about, but it's just like I hate political ads. I hate politics. I, I know. hate that. Like it's just like it takes why so does, much energy to get so fired up. Why does everything have to be you know left or right? Why can't we mm-hmm. just be like? Okay, I like what that guy says, but I also like what this guy says, and now I'm going to come up with an idea myself why, you know, who I want to vote for out of these guys because I like what both of them say. Like, why does it always have to be, like, nobody thinks, none of these politicians give a fuck about me. You're right. None of these politicians. It's a job to them. And if you're listening to this, none of these politicians give a fuck about you. And they don't give a fuck about your family. They don't give a fuck about your friends. They don't give a fuck about anybody. You know what these guys give a fuck about? Money. They give a fuck about the Republican Party. They give a fuck about the Democrats. They don't give a fuck. They give a fuck about the almighty dollar. They yeah. don't give a shit about the people. And that's what fucking sucks about politics these days. And I know it's, I, I know like, you know, this is actually the perfect day to go on this rant because obviously votes are, you know, elections are next, yeah. next week. So, like... Seriously, though, like, these people don't care. Why the fuck should, you know, why why the fuck do I want to vote for any of these guys? Yeah. I'm telling you right now, I, I, I'm, I, I'll tell you what, I'm going to look into this. I'm going to see how I, I'm going to see how I can pull this off. I'm running for president. Oh, my God. I'm running for president. Uh, what's his name? Armin Vermin? Uh, well, I mean, I, I, I don't want to beat uh, Vermin Supreme. Vermin Supreme. I, 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 Armin honest... Vermin. Armin Hammer. I don't know what I was thinking. Well, uh, the, the guy that founded Armin Hammer, his name. Well, no, actually, this isn't true. Uh, the guy who founded Armin, ha- Armin Hammer was not Army Hammer. Uh, but Army Hammer bought the company. Because his nickname was Armin Hammer. I saw you the... watching this video about this, um, so I caught a few snippets. I, I do love me some Company Man on YouTube. I notice. And, you know, there's worse things you could watch. be watching. Yeah. He's got a new video up I gotta watch. I don't, I don't know what it's about. The, is he the one that does a lot about Kmart? He did a video about Kmart. He did another recent one uh, once they announced that they were closing a bunch of stores, including the one I worked at, by the way. Uh, but way that to was dodge more... a bullet. That was more about Sears. Well, I mean, I the rant I went on the day I worked there was like, yeah, this isn't. I understand why these stores are not lasting much longer. Mm-hmm. But uh, I digress. It's a great channel. It's called Company Man. Go look it up. He did a couple of uh, recent uh, videos. Uh, he did one on Texas Instruments a couple of weeks ago. Oh, that's one on, cool. Uh, and then followed that up with one on Casio last week because he he 
took a shot at Casio and the Texas Instruments one. And people were like, no, in our part of the world, we use Casio. We don't use Texas Instruments. So was he comparing calculators Basically, or like well, other things that these companies offer? Because I don't know the, what else Texas Instruments offers. Well, that's the thing. And that's that's what these videos are all about. They're, uh, Texas Instruments is bigger than you know. And so he talks about, like, everybody knows about the calculators and all that. Yeah. But what you don't know is Texas Instruments makes a lot of, like, uh, you know, computer chips and stuff like that. That so makes sense, that, though. It's stuff that you don't see. <coughs> and he does a lot of videos like that. He does, like, the rise and decline of, uh, of companies. <coughs> um, my One of my personal favorite ones that he did was Vans. Oh, yeah. Um, which I, I've uh, quoted facts from that to you a few times and told you you should watch it. <laughs> it's a... Uh, uh, company man on YouTube. Yeah, he's uh, he's great. Um, I don't know how I, I use YouTube for music videos. I don't. Um, I try not to get too involved in anything that lasts more than seven minutes. Uh, I watch them. I watch YouTube when I'm on break. Yeah. Uh, it's nice. Like I'll I'll sit here and I'll uh, play the daily challenge on Microsoft Solitaire, <coughs> and then I'll and I'll put on a YouTube video. And I a lot of the time it's like okay, I don't want to watch anything like super long, but I need to watch something. That's why I go for music. Yeah. Also, I, not having music hurts me. I understand. But having this Halloween music still playing two hours later. That hurts me, too. I understand. I might have to go find and unplug this jukebox. <laughs> I do. Uh, I watch a lot of YouTube, though. I, I follow a lot of channels. I know you do, and that's why you have things to talk about. You were sitting in here with me the other day. I was watching Dope or Nope. Uh, the, what was that one? It's, uh, they get products, and then they review oh, them, and they yeah. tell you if they're worth buying or not. That was where um, they were doing like the office party stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. That and was really funny. After you left, they shot off the confetti cannon in the other guy's office. <coughs> Yeah, that was good stuff. I should have stuck around for that. Yeah, uh, Party City: The Rise and Fall and Rise Again of Party City is the uh, newest Company Man video. It was uploaded earlier today. He uploads every Wednesday, just like us. Oh no shit! Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I like that guy. I tweet him all the time. Cool. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Um, anyway, I digress. I was talking about politics and uh, me running for office in in twenty. So yeah, are you are you gonna be the president? I, Am I, I gonna be the first lady? I think so. We'd have I, to get married because I I think uh, I think my platform to run on was going to be the same one I was going to run on in 2016 and never did, uh, but my platform to run on is going to be fuck these politicians. <laughs> I'm voting for you. I'm going to register to vote at this address. I'm I'm still registered to vote in North Tonawanda. Uh, I think that's that's going to be my uh, my platform is fuck these politicians. I want to work for the people. Right. Yes, we're gonna socialism. We're gonna end with some uh, nice Halloween music, Halloween type music. Yeah, from our uh, dear friends, the Rabies. Uh, of course, uh, Lindsay is in Pollock now, right? Uh, but still doing stuff. They they just released music. And they the, did a couple uh, of weeks ago. Um, music video. Yeah, they just had a CD release party. It was. We um, we literally were just talking about Pollock during the Eyes of the Blind song. We that were. We play this is because true. I was looking to see if I knew anybody in the video because right. half the time when Pollock releases a video, like oh, the, you know, there's Arlo. Hey, I uh, you know that that chick's been here a few times. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's what a girl likes to hear. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No. Anyway, <laughs> that was a long time ago. Anyway, um, but yeah, um, we love the rabies. Yeah, I've I used to go out like they were one of the bands that I would like 
I'm gonna go see this band play because they're really good. And of course, Lindsay and I are, uh, you know, Lindsay nominated us for best podcast. Aww. So I made sure that she was on the list for best bass player. <laughs> well, of course she would be on the list. And she deserves to be there. It wasn't like, hey guys, she's on this list only because she nominated us. No, it was like, she's also really fucking talented and deserves to be there. Not only is she talented, she's a good showman. She is. Like, I mean, they they are. Pollock is. They're... They put on a show. Yeah, it's it's something to. I caught their, uh, but I caught the rabies uh, uh, reunion show a couple of years ago. Oh yeah. At uh, I was Cactus Jack the day before <laughs> at Evening Star, and I didn't dress up for the rabies show because I kind of woke up like, oh crap, I gotta leave, <laughs> and I just kind of went. And when I got there, there was a girl dressed up as Cactus Jack. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so we've talked for. Quite a while. We're going to play the shortest song we can find by them. This is Suffocate Twist uh, by the Rabies on All WNY Think So Joe Show. And I'll see you next week. Here it comes. Yeah.